This is an Alliance podcast. Welcome to another episode of Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. Talk about the intersection of black and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. Got your boy here, TK on the ones and twos. Got Coach Tony down here. And we are joined finally by ladies. It's, it's Women's History Month, and we ain't had a woman all month, but we got to go ahead and change that. Back on the scene with the game, Celine, Adriana Carter, what is going on with you? Hey, good evening. Just excited to be back on here. I love working with you guys. It's always so much fun. I love your content. So thanks for having me on here. Yeah, we um got, got, got some real shit to talk about this week, and um, I, I think your perspective is definitely necessary uh, for, uh, for that conversation. Of course, a lot of stuff is happening here in Atlanta. Streets got real hot the past couple of days. Um, over actually not that far from um from where we do a lot a lot of business. Um, or um by Lindbergh. Uh, shoot me, I, I finally saw Tony over the weekend. Like it's been over a whole year. Dude, and me, I forgot how I was like, damn, it's been over a year since we saw each other in person. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, we gave, gave a little dap. Yeah, we're, like, we're good. We're good. Like I so, said, you know, like like I posted on 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 Twitter, like the kids were playing uh, at a at a soccer station. You know, nature's healing like, slowly but surely. Nature is healing, but a lot of shit happened. Um, not that far from um, that spot on on um on Tuesday and we definitely want to uh, touch on that uh, this week and um, there's a little bit of soccer to talk about it as well and um, we're getting all that but yeah thanks thank you guys for joining us on YouTube on your favorite podcast apps Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Anchor Podbean iHeartRadio Podcast Addict all, all that shit like we're everywhere um, we finally we actually got some of course, for those of y'all who have forgotten, Adriana is a Liverpool supporter. You know, for some reason. But, uh, I, I mean, she's, she's definitely the reason. So, on the other side of the Carter family, you know, it's they they like the Liverpool <laughs> side of the family. She's not in reunions anymore. You know. <laughs> but actually, let's let's get up on that real quick. It's like. Uh, like, because it's one thing when we talk about it, you know, as people who don't support Liverpool, but like this, this 2021, like everything was going right, even after losing um, Van Dyke, and then like slowly but surely the wheels just started to fall off. Like, how's it like, been going for uh, you guys this calendar year? Because like it's been ups and downs like crazy. I guess like. Klopp, when Klopp came, it was like the first time we really did basic success. I mean, I remember so many other years. I mean, we can always bring up the the slip and things like that. Like for a long time, I really equated my Liverpool fandom like with an Atlanta fandom because it was just like Redbirds who let me down the last minute. Like just, uh, and so I think now I think having that perspective, maybe also being an Atlanta sports fan as well. We won Champions League, we won Premier League all through the last two, three years. I mean, this is a really weird season. There's been a ton of injuries. I mean, look what happened to Van Dyke, then just everything else. We, we lost Dota for a bit, the front three were everything. Just everything went wrong. So it's kind of like, well, whatever. Like, maybe it's just because we won recently. Maybe it's because that perspective of might know that everything's a cycle. What goes up must come down. 
man, man, you went down. Now you guys are coming back up, unfortunately. But again, just having that perspective, I think I can roll with it. Uh, I don't get too upset. I know they'll get healthy. I want a top four spot. That's the ideal. But if not, maybe we'll just have some kind of glorious European night at Anfield type run, win Champions League, be back next year and finish like seventh. Who knows? But I'm here for a while. What's on your mind, Tony? I, I, I love how you started that statement and uh, recognizing the parallel between an Atlanta fan and being a Liverpool fan. I think that's that that is actually very accurate. Spot on. Um, but where you lost me is when you were talking about how we were down. You know, I'm just saying we were like, if you want to say the Redbirds and, you know, Falcons and everything, then we're like the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? We just had a dynasty for so long while y'all was, you know, chilling on the three-yard line and can't punch, punch it in and choke and everything like that. You know, we just had our dynasty going for so long. And so, you know, we, we're like the Patriots, if, if you want to go with that. You know, we we have Belichick as a coach, so we know which is Sir Alex. You know, I mean, that's that's a good parallel. I, I like that parallel that you picked out. We can go with that. We can go with that. And, and Chelsea is like uh, the Eagles, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't want to like, uh, have an accurate statement. It might be like, you know, the Packers or something like that. Yeah, you know, there they lose. I'll take that, I guess. What up? What's going on with you, TK? Uh, nothing, man. Just uh, another uh, beautiful, beautiful week. Just uh, hanging out. Not too much enjoying the rain, but um, yeah, man. Just ready to kind of get into it, dive onto these topics. Yeah, your boys uh it, it, it was it was a bit of a go on today against Atlanta. Bit of a go. <laughs> I don't want to gloat at the, the, from the beginning of the show, but it was beautiful, man. We uh we, we played some, I would say with intent, and that was nice to see because there was like good team football happening, and you know the ingredients have been on the field for the whole season. It's just a matter of putting them all together and them everyone reading from the same book phrase. You know, all that. And to boot, we were missing Silva, Mal, you know, so it was like, it's it good to see. It's good to see. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, it's been a little while since we've recorded. Of course, the last episode that we had, we uh, shout out to uh, Yogi Engineer of River City 93, talking about Dwight York and Andy Cole. A lot of stuff has happened um, in that in that time. And let's, uh, let's catch up a bit on, on um Everything that's been uh, been going on, uh, of course, Champions League was was today. Uh, Chelsea Atletico played. Uh, Bayern beat uh, Lazio, but of course, we're about to go into the, to the quarterfinals, and there is no Ronaldo, no Messi. It's like a whole new world. Cause like for pretty much the last fifteen years, it's basically like, hey, which one's going to happen? Which one's going to go this year? And like now, it's like. We really just might be, you know, done. Like that's it. Because PSA didn't, didn't choke against Barcelona for once. So, like, it, it just feels foreign. What's what? Like, how are you guys uh, thinking about this? Like, like we might be seeing the actual end of a massively dominant era. I mean, I, I think we're we are surprised by the you know the icons that are. You know, not going to be in this Elite Eight, basically. Um, but I guess the thing that I, I wish would have happened was that there's not really like a Cinderella story anymore. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I was in. Um, 
But, you know, I was kind of hoping that Atlanta would, you know, had done something differently. You know, they, they, they kind of bowed out. Of course, you know, they lost some key talent in the last year or so. But um, I wish there was kind of like that story. You know, these are still, you know, you know, marquee names, you know, PSG, Bayern Munich, Dortmund, Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Madrid, and Porto. I mean, those are all top-tier teams every year. And so I was just kind of hoping there was going to be that kind of feel-good story that crept in. Um, but I guess the feel-good story is, is that we are seeing this kind of change in the guard that you're seeing, you know, Mbappe, you're seeing Haaland come in. You know, I think youngsters are showing that they are able to compete at a high level consistently and um, and play with the best consistently. And so I guess that is the feel-good story. But um, mm-hmm. I guess my main thing is I was kind of hoping there was going to be kind of that that dark horse team that really – I guess. I guess Porto might be that. Um, yeah. But, you know, some would say Liverpool right now, you know, because. is really Man City because they're clinical at failing when it comes to Champions League. And even, it doesn't matter how good their team is, honestly. I, I think they're the dark horse because they should have won uh, well, right it, now. And the same could be said about PSG as well, too. They're known for Absolutely. No. I don't know, though. Man City, just because of their owners and everything like that, I just – I always hope they fail. I actually hate them more than, like, Man U. But, I mean, again, that's a buyer, you know, supporter thing. But I just – human rights violations and everything that comes up behind it is just very mm. – but I, I still hope they get denied that just because I know it piss off their, their owners. But she gets it. She gets it because it's like it's just something about it. It's like it feels like it's like you know back in the aughts to oos or whatever. Like people probably had that same feeling about Chelsea, but it's like it's different with Man City. It's like you just you just feel the the lack of ethical behavior both both back home and also with what they do as a club. Of course, we they have their tentacles all over the world, even here in MLS with the NYCFC and. Whereas they got their own level of shit going on um, as well. And it's like, yeah, like you just, there's really not much to like about Man City. Like, at least I, and like, it's funny because like the people that I know that happen to be Man City fans, it's just like, they remember when Man City Brit basically sucked. And I think even they see that, like, the fans who have come on since then, they're, uh, they're not the same fans. They're basically like you just caught on because they got hot at when you got into soccer, basically. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we we definitely know the the recent bandwagon um, people for us. And, you know, it's interesting, like that time period, too. I feel like they have some, you know, foreign players that are big Leicester fans just because of that season, too. Um, no, but I think what's also, if we talk about the culture as well, I'm kind of sad that we saw two of our key, you know, uh, for the culture, American edition, uh, bow out, you know, no Weston McKinney, you know, Juan flicks going on anymore. Um, no Serginho deaths. Um, kind of sad to see that, that move on to the next stage, but we still got Captain America representing the U S of course. I know that, but, um, I mean, Mega P. You can say Zach Steffen. We can say Steffen, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Ish, no. 
<laughs> another appearance. We'll, we'll, we'll go back in the in the in the in the ring. I mean, we might see we might see him in the League Cup final. Of course, I don't know when the League Cup final is. But yeah, it's, it's it's definitely just weird to see like no Messi, no Ronaldo. Of course, Messi just um, I think he just like um, uh, tied with Xavi with the most appearances with uh, with Barcelona. He's still cranking him out, so it's just a matter of like the next time we might see Messi in a, in a Champions League, he might be in a, in a new kit. He might be in a new kid uh, elsewhere, whether it be PSG, Man City. Like, we haven't really gotten into that uh, just yet, but like, like, what if this is it for Messi at, at um, in the Champions League at Barcelona? It's crazy. Like, it's crazy to think about. More power. You know, I mean, but I, I wonder if there's a Vegas odds on that, too. That'll, that'll be cool to see. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, uh, <laughs> bet, bet 365's got that. <laughs> B-Win or yeah. B-Win. I got to see those odds out. Um, yeah, I was going to say I mean, it's, the odds are. It, it's, you know, this day and age of sports and and um, especially with, with, with soccer is the fact that, like, although – He's been forever connected with the club, with Barca. Um, you still got to think that there's no way someone could spend, like, their whole career at just one club. Um, it's just, like, unheard of. Um, it would be cool, but uh, I, I don't I don't know. Um, oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, oh, Slippy G. You know what I'm saying? And hey, hey, hey! He he uh he just won the league up in um, up in up in uh, Scotland with Rangers. Like, yeah. yeah. What what did, what did you say at that very moment? Because then we can cross over and get an opinion from our Liverpool fan here. I, I said that that uh that it's only a matter of time before uh he takes over Liverpool. Start the clock. Start the clock. Because I mean, like, it's it's hard for me to really predict that just to be. Uh, totally sure because I feel like Klopp himself has had a tough year on his own. Just you know, not just with the team, but of course personally losing his mom and everything. And I'm like, you know, it would not shock me at all if they said, you know what, um, take I'm gonna take a year off, get my get my mind right, get my get my chicken in order, and it'd be like, hey, the the great one is, has returned home, <laughs> and it's like. It wouldn't that shock me, and but uh, yeah, what what you what you got? Uh, I don't really think so. If you know like Klaus personality, as nice as he is, and all his hugs, he likes to win. Um, he's very competitive. Um, you can see he's a very cerebral type of coach, and I think in some ways he probably is a person who does like to lose himself in his work uh, when he's feeling a certain type of way. Now, obviously, there's limits that people can take emotionally, but. It's just something you have seen with Klopp time and time again. We read his interviews and the way that FSG really supports Klopp, the way they went after him, the way they've pretty much given him anything he wants. He wanted a new training center at Melwood. He got it. He wanted like changes in the contracts. He got it. Um, they've really backed Klopp 100%. And I don't think you take one of the best managers in the world who has an offseason and then completely throw him aside. Do I think – is the road being paid for Steven Gerrard to eventually probably come to Liverpool? Yeah, I think that's probably going to be a possibility. It's going to happen, but it wouldn't be until Klopp himself decides that he is ready to go. And he just signed a four-year contract. So I don't really see anyone going anytime soon. 
Now there now there is one wrinkle that, that came up while while we were gone. Um, I at, no, he he already said he's, he's not going to do it. So, but uh, uh, Yogi Lowe, he's he's finally stepping down from from the German national team after the after the Euros. And of course, as soon as that happened, they were like, "Oh, it's got it's got to be Klopp, it's got to be Klopp," and they're like, "Nah." And honestly, I don't blame him because honestly, I think that from everything I've, I've I'm not the the Bundesliga Germany ex, but at least everything that I've read, they are very buttoned down. Like they they are, you know, they're they're up here with it. And so, like, I think that with the way that he approaches the game. I think that he's probably too against the grain for them to be to be the the national team head coach. Now, you take a guy like like Tuchel, I think he could probably do it. But even him, I, like I see a guy like Flick, who was Yogi Lowe's number two uh, with the national team, he got going over to uh, Bayern and basically having success with them right away. Personally, I, I would think that he'd be a basically a perfect fit just given that he knows basically the layout there but there's so many top coaches in germany right now that there's really no i don't think that's that's a true odds on favor right now because to be honest german coaches are taking over i mean the bundesliga is is definitely proven itself as far as you know the top tier you know top five is definitely a top five league that's for sure um, maybe, yeah, maybe top three. It's, it might be, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I say it is. I mean, as long as Bayern's Bayern, you kind of, you kind of have to. It absolutely mean, is, bro. You can't say mix with the talent and the, from the players and the coaches combined. You can't so say going, we're going, it's, all right. I mean, honestly, I think y'all are saying Premier League. Duh. Okay. Duh. Are we saying La Liga? According to Sergio Ramos, yes. Are we saying that? I see some. See, it used to be, but La Liga now. I mean, you you do. Ronaldo's gone. Messi's probably, like you said, probably gonna be a new kit next year. But you still have like Atletico. I mean, you still have some parity going on. I mean, as long as Real Madrid has money and they will, you can't really ever count them out either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they uh, they were able to handle things yesterday. Like, sidebar real quick. I mean, look at this. Look, look at this. In the Champions League quarterfinals, you have one French team, right? Two German, three British, and one Spanish, and one Portuguese. Yeah. like And, and, and usually you're, we're used to seeing, like, multiple Sp- uh, teams from Spain. Like, this is actually a, a down year for them. Because Sevilla's got in Europa League, they they lost they lost um actually made it to the knockout stage and, and like hold up we can't just win Europa League we can't do that anymore can't so, do that. Are we an official for the culture seal of approval that German league Bundesliga is number two as far as club? I mean, I'm- uh, <sighs> maybe this season. Yeah, maybe this Here's how you calculate that. If you had to, like, Mortal Kombat, Marvel versus Capcom, La Liga versus Bundesliga, who who comes out on top? Don't try all at once. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. 
I mean, I mean, because I always have to look at like you know, obviously you have your top two teams in each that are are pretty dominant in each league. Um, really, I want to look at is the parity. You know, what the bottom half is looking like. Um, I mean, we could talk about you know Arsenal and, and Spurs. You know how they're they're basically like they're, they're mid table these days. Right. But I think that's, you know, again, let's see. Where's Chelsea in the table? Chelsea's three, right? Mm-hmm. Liverpool's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're down there. They're down there. We're like seven now. About the day. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to each other. I'm just like, mm. <laughs> So, Liverpool's a mid-level club, we're saying. It's a mid-table club. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in the... They're top ten. They're top ten. They're top half. They're top half. I'm sorry, Adrian. I, I just got to throw these. these I guess I, I, as I said, this season's a little bit weird season. Like I said, you see it even in La Liga. I would still say La Liga is number two historically, um, yeah. or maybe even number one historically. If you want to look at just pure success, just because of the dominance of Real Madrid and uh, Barcelona. But I, I mean, yeah, I think this season Bundesliga is coming up. I'd be curious to see if that maintains. I do think there's more parity overall in Bundesliga compared to La Liga. Like talking about the mid mid table teams, lower level teams, I feel like there is more parity. Um, and German coaches have been really successful. Like you said, you're seeing that kind of era being rushed into German coaches. So, like I said, I think it's in the, you have to monitor the situation. We're, so. we're going to evaluate. We're going to park it, and we'll evaluate later. Yeah, because this is just we've ha- we've gone through a COVID era. We have a weird schedule. Injuries abound. We just have to see. Okay. All right, so everything is asterisks right now. Maybe we'll follow. We'll we'll follow up in a year from now, twenty twenty two, around this time. We'll we'll see how things are looking. How about that? We'll do that. Okay. <laughs> 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 just round up the last four years at Liverpool, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, is the stigma of your success. Brendan Rodgers is um, a beating pulse of success. Um, I can't even remember who was before that. Rafa, the fucking waiter. Like it, it was a, uh, it was Rafa, I believe. Okay, yeah. R- so. Rafa then uh, no, we're missing um, uh, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny came back. Uh, Douglas. Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I mean but, again, uh, coming back home. He was coming back home. I mean, sometimes you can't always come back home, but I, I do think that sooner rather than later, uh, Stevie G is uh, going to make his way back. Just a matter of, I mean, like, like you said there, John, like, right? all things considered, uh, uh, Klopp is basically going to write his own ticket as long as he can, because the run that he's had the last couple of years, you really can't touch it, you know. So it's basically it's, it's his call, and but yeah, it's a, just a matter of wait and see. But um, I, yeah. I just think it's I think it's really funny that we have TK calling out another team about someone slipping. You know, mm. Last I checked, um, you know. There's a certain Champions League and someone hey, said, you know, We made it to the final, bro. 
Like, and then, a, lot, a lot of teams made it to the final. Okay, yeah, PSG made it to the final. Fair point, Gregor. Fair point, Gregor. However, <laughs> I'd like to point out to you, my good sir, is that this. You would have lost if he wouldn't have slipped. You, oh. you, <laughs> <laughs> Are you really doing this? Are we really doing this? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Grego, are we really doing this? What are we always do this. We, we always got time for that smoke. <laughs> All right. But you know I always what? got the smoke. And, and I always got the smoke. Don't fuck with me on the smoke. <laughs> but at the moment of truth, who slipped? Your captain slipped. That's all I got to say. All right. Yep. So anyway. Yo. I like that shirt that you, that you got that you're right now, Tony, Kingdom of Samuna. I have not watched coming to America yet. Like, like have, uh, is there anything that I should look out for um, other than Tiana Taylor? Um, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's interesting, you know, there's so much harsh criticism going over the movie. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't have high expectations with it, you know, before, and so I was I've been a fan of it's arguably my favorite movie. The original is probably, you know, my favorite movie next to White Man Can't Jump, probably. Um, uh, I would say that, you know, I going into it, I knew that it's not going to be the same. And if you have the expectation it's going to be the same and continue, then it's a lost cause. You won't be satisfied. Uh, you know, there's millions of cameos in it. There's a lot of recalls to certain characters from the, you know, the first uh, the only thing I was really truly disappointed in mm. was the end of the credit joke. You know, we're at the end of the credits of the first one. His joke just it was like garbage. So that's mm. what I was disappointed in. As far as everything else, you know, it it, it, it was a, it was also like a ceremonial type of thing. Like it was it was kind of paying homage to you know, uh, a movie that has been around 30 years now or whatever. Um, I think, you know, I'm okay with it. I don't, I, I wasn't really expecting it to be like better than the first. The only movies mm-hmm. that are maybe, which I got on TV right now, the Rocky series. And so, that's Hey, woman. Hey, woman. I want to come over back to my pocket. is the prediction. <laughs> So nah, man. Um, we'll take a quick break, pause for the cause. Hopefully, pay a bill. We're gonna talk. We're gonna bring it, bring it home uh, for a quick bit and talk to Adrian about the shit going on here in Atlanta. And um, you know, and we'll wrap up with October. Now, so stick with us. All that jazz. We're back. If you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And we're back. Appreciate you guys hanging in with us. 
uh, uh, next week on next week's show, something that we've been uh, much to Tony's consternation. We're actually going to be talking to the national team. We got uh, Donald Wine and Crystal Quadra, uh, both with American Outlaws. Uh, of course, we got um, national team friendlies coming up. We got Olympic qualifiers coming up. So a lot of big things happening um, with national team. And we're going to talk to Donald and Crystal to talk about that. Still in a couple of weeks, we got the kit uh, review episode. All the kits came out um, this season for MLS. And that's uh, the first week of, of April. And then the week after that will actually be season preview. So, so a lot of good stuff is coming up soon and whatnot. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's slow it down real quick because, uh, of course, for those of you guys that are watching the news and all and all that, a lot of uh, big stuff happened here in Atlanta. We had a, sh- a shooting over on uh, Piedmont over in the Lindbergh area. It was eight people killed. Yeah, and it was also in Kennesaw. Yeah. Oh wow. It up in, yeah, as well. Cherokee, yeah. yeah, it started up in Canton. I thought. Yeah. Mm. And uh, basically, you had a white guy, 21 years old, uh, basic target massage parlors. Um, and, you know, it's I've been trying to wrap my head around it, you know, just today, because if you follow the socials, you know, of course, you see it down down here on our, on our ticker, Stop Asian Hate. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, not say that it's possibly ra- uh, racially motivated, but for those of y'all who don't that don't know, Adriana is a um, massage therapist. That's her regular nine to five. And um, you know, it's uh, for what you told me this this morning. It kind of just kind of left left me kind of just like, and like just kind of give it, give us your perspective as far as like what life of a massage therapist is, especially because it sounds like it's just grabbing it. <laughs> So one reason why I wanted to come on is I kind of want to talk about, too, just the massage industry as a whole and kind of paint a bigger picture of what happened um, here in Atlanta. So first, I am a massage therapist. Actually, my office is about 10 minutes from where one of the screens actually occurred. And I want to talk about just the sexual harassment that happens for women in general, um, especially in massage and the reasons for that. Um, so number one, Atlanta, I don't know if you guys know, is the number one city for sex trafficking here in the U.S. Um, a lot of that is due to the airport itself, just because it's the world's busiest airport. It's very easy to get people in and out. Um, and so it's, it's quite a large issue. And you see it reflected in kind of the attitudes towards massage therapists because you do have a lot of illegitimate parlors. Um, in fact, there was a board that came in. This was actually done in New York, not in Atlanta, but they went through a lot of these like illicit massage parlors that you see. They're often lifted on things like rub maps. Um, and they found that about 50% of those parlors that were illegal were actually uh, covers for sex trafficking. And majority of those mm-hmm. women tend to be um, Asian women, typically of Southeast Asian descent. So a lot of Vietnamese, Cambodians, uh, Thai women, especially, but it can be all types of women, all types of races. That just does seem to be the predominant trend. Um, and so what you see here, and I can just speak from my own experience, I have been harassed in many different ways uh, through text messaging. Um, it doesn't really matter the race or the infancy of the client. In my own experience, I've had all types. and I've had, I had an old 
an old Asian man ask me to be a sugar daddy. I've had an old white man like show me a video of him masturbating after he came out of the massage and told me that's what he was doing while he was cleaning up. I actually cried for that one. It was really bad. Um, I had a client, a Latino client, push me against the wall and try to kiss me. I had to duck underneath and like escape. Um, I actually stopped doing out calls precisely because every time I did out calls, it was some kind of situation. Um, so I've gotten to the point now I'm in grad school part time. I shut down my schedule a lot. And so I only see my regular clients now. And my life has been significantly better since I started seeing just regular clients because it was something I dealt with day in and day out. And I didn't realize how much I had internalized a lot of it until it stopped. Um, and it mostly stopped due to COVID, right? When it started, mm-hmm. back, I, I started screening my clients. But it's been kind of a hard thing because I do do massage to help heal people. And it, it just, it, it, yeah, I'm having trouble with words because it's been so frustrating. It's something I've dealt with. And now my little sister starting massage, my mom. Um, I actually started the business with my mom. She's also a massage therapist. She like taught me a lot of the stuff. And she told me a lot about this when I started, uh, that this was going to be an issue and how to kind of talk to clients and deal with it. Because it is a very scary situation to go into by yourself. Uh, but now my little sister starting a massage and it, it does suck to have to tell her the same things that my mom told me, which is, you know, how to screen these clients, how to make sure they don't bother you. It doesn't matter what your storefront looks like. It doesn't matter if you have a legitimate business or a non-legitimate business. Uh, this is something that happens a lot of times and it really comes down to just how we treat sex work in general. Um, mm-hmm. And because, and that's what I really think is a lot of the main issue going on here. Um, when you look at what happened in Atlanta, it's hard to know whether it was a, a race crime or not. Though I think if you look at it on its surface, it's hard to deny that it probably is not that component. Uh, but what you're seeing is it's still the same thing. It's really violence towards women. Plus you have the fetishization of Asian women. Plus you have the sex trafficking on top of that. And you're really seeing that these issues are all very intertwined. And the solution to them, I think, is not just to be like, don't be racist, don't harass women. Let's actually look at these structures in place that are allowing this to happen. Because I think if we actually legalize sex work, we could protect the people who want to do it and also protect the people who don't want to do it. Um, mm. like people like me who are a regular massage therapists, I got a massage this weekend and one we, me and the therapist talked about all the creepy dudes that we've had experience and how we've had to, to deal with them. And then if you have these systems in place too, you can limit the things like the sex trafficking. You can actually protect the women and you can protect the women from clients like this man, because this man, they said, went to these several massage parlors. He targeted them because he went to them often. So I would not be surprised if he went into these parlors, harassed these women. Someone said no to him at some point if he continues to escalate. And now he gets angry and he gets upset and he targets those people. And I think, you know, like I said, I think, I think there's a women component. There's just so much that we have to unpack to really get to a real solution so that people are safe. On the the, the 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 sheriff in Cherokee County said he had just had a bad day. Just had a bad day. <laughs> that made me so mad. That made me so mad because it's just like you're putting people like me, um, you know, women. Because most massage therapists are women, and I'll be honest, part of that is because women don't care if a woman massages them, but men do not want men to massage them. It's just typically how it is. And again, you can point to that being part of the issues with our culture in general. Right. Because men 
typically don't do as well as massage therapists because of that. You lose half do as well. As and then women are constantly put in situations where they're fighting off unwanted advantages because we don't have a place where prostitution is legal, sex work is legal, things can be done in a clean and safe manner. Yeah. When you told me that you're, the, the conversation you had with your sister, and it's like, who goes into a profession just knowing that, yeah, there's a high chance that, you know, you might get harassed, possibly assaulted. And now, and basically you can now say that what, what you kind of educated me on earlier was that the, the level of threat just to your safety and your livelihood, that's regular. And I, I, I kind of figured, you know, there's probably just that level of creepiness that's just there because, again, you have largely attractive women that, you know, you're in an intimate environment where you, men and women, uh, uh, get massages and you're just like, you, you, you don't think that, it, that people would take it that far. But when you just have bad days, you know, you kind of run into that. Yeah, it just, there, there's a lot. Go, go ahead, Tony. No, I was curious just to know is like, is there any type of like, you know, when you talk about the kind of like the, the two lanes this go this falls into as far as, you know, whether it's a massage parlor or, or you're doing it just you know, for massage therapy uh, purposes, are there regulatory, you know, uh, you know, entities that are, you know, as far as the to protect massage therapists in it- that regard or there's not much to protect us. It's actually, this was actually an issue for a while. Uh, when my mom first opened our business, our business in DeKalb County, one of the things they required my mom to do as a massage therapist was to submit like an STD test. Like they, even like legitimate people, like to get a, to do massage, you have to do a massage license. It takes about six months to a year to fully go through the training to actually be licensed to touch somebody. And I know my mom first in the business, she went through that training and that was one of the first things when she got to business license was, oh, you need to submit an SCT test. And she was like, what? So even like the county assumes that we're doing sex work. Uh, and so, like I said, I, all I really want is the system in place where like massage is very healing. And even, I mean, listen, even happy ending massages can be very healing. If someone, that's what they want and you need a sexual release, that's, that's pretty normal. I'm not going to say it's not, but like we need the system in place where the people who want that and the people who want to provide those things can get them and that we can actually let massage itself also not be a cover for sex work. It should massage. I've been able to fix people's shoulders who've been frozen from scar tissue and damage by working with them, people who were going to have surgery if this didn't get fixed, but it's a beautiful modality that's just been kind of used a certain way, has interpreted a certain way, and it's been to the detriment of literally everybody. Damn. Well, it's, 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 it's a real shit. It's, a, it's an absolutely real shit, you know. And you know, to of course, we we know countless people in the Asian community um, here in Atlanta. We connect with uh, people all over the country. You know, like the the the, the pain is definitely just like you know how things were for us last year. We definitely, um, you know, just want to make sure that it's not killing people, period. Just, you know, black, Asian, Hispanic, white, just stop fucking killing everybody. Like, like it should not be that hard. Just go about your business and everybody should be fine. But like, like it, it's, 
it's weird because I, I see all the statements and I'm just like, you know, I, I feel like I, a more personal connection can be made and, you know, reaching out and whatnot, definitely to all the people affected both directly and indirectly. We definitely give our um, condolences and just healing. Like it's, 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 it's a tough coach. It's hard enough as it is, but to, you know, turn things up a little more positive and positively and everything. You get your stimmy yet, Tony? Bro, what? See, now you're giving me some. I'm getting tension right now, man. You, <laughs> you just asked me. <laughs> I just got this knot that just came up real quick off of that, man. <laughs> but uh, you got your stimmy yet? Did I did I not answer the question? <laughs> no, you, your, your shoulder kind of answered the question for you, but man, we are, we are, we are over here, you know. Y'all living. I, it up. I know y'all buying microphones, shoes. Y'all buying franchises. <laughs> I'm over here still wearing the same shoes from 2008. All right. <laughs> Don't talk to me about buying shoes, bro. Come on. Bro. Try buying a size 15 shoes. I, know, I, hey, I, I can find child shoes. Apply, though, yeah. Shoes apply. You know what I'm saying? Her shoe game yeah. clean, though. Her shoe game is clean. Make sure you pass those down to me when you're done. Oh, you know I got a bag of clothes ready for you to go, man. Hey, I, I got to come down. My, my bad. We got to break bread. We'll do that. We'll do that. Can we announce it yet? Like, at some point, probably in May, be, like to the, the games getting back together because the vaccines about, about to start, you know, coming around um, in Georgia. Kemp's finally acting right uh, with the vaccine. Yeah, like the for the rural part of Georgia, get your vaccine. I don't care. Do do like I I tried doing it. I tried scheduling the vac- uh, vaccine appointment. Uh, Yesterday and today, and it's like you got you got to like drive out to like Columbus, Macon, yep. and I'm pretty sure like Savannah. It's like You're like Bonaire, Georgia. Where? <laughs> <laughs> and part of me just like okay, like what time would be? It's gonna be good. It's gonna be sufficient enough for me to make it out of Atlanta into Georgia and make it back safely. Because you know I, I don't do Georgia like that. Like I, I basically do Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> even, even that plug that I hit you guys with on Saturday, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess it doesn't really matter now. There was a hundreds of people canceled in Southwest Atlanta, or uh, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southeast Atlanta for the J and J shot at like a church or something. And so basically, a friend of mine sent me a text message. He wouldn't got the J and J shot. Another friend of mine waited three hours in line, but got the shot. Had about um, 24 hours of a flu. That's all they wrote. It's coming up this Friday. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, at, I'm at the Georgia International Convention Center right down the street. So. Is it you know, Moderna or two, two, two shots? It's, or one? it's Moderna. It's the Moderna one. Wow, Ooh, that's the one that causes the worst side effects. Second dose. <laughs> Oh, hey, the, truth is the truth, man. The truth is hey, the truth. Hey, I got on a budget right now. You know, even my shots come on a budget. <laughs> man, I, 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 at, at least you don't have to have to drive far for it. At least you don't have to do that. But yeah, like I, 
Um, I'm hoping that with uh, hopefully by the time the season starts, you know, um, um, I got my vaccination. I would like to just do the Johnson Johnson thing that one had a quarter, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what's out there. But uh, you know, we're not going to tell y'all to get vaccinated, but you know, go get vaccinated. Damn. Oh no, my dress fell off. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Y'all keep looking at me. Make sure, make sure that you, my baby gifts. Right, hold on. Make sure yeah. that you subscribe to our YouTube so you can see this. Great <laughs> hey, no, right there. We're gonna paste all of our social medias. Go ahead, do that, Gregor. Say, but actually, what what we can do while. Uh, TK is getting dressed. Well, hype up the uh, the the store. Cause like I said, if you got your stimmy, spend a little bit of that on us. We got new name sets, new shirts, new hats. The the hoodies are gone, but it's, it's just warm. That's all. But we still got the legends t-shirts. Um, actually, there's one that I've been wanting to talk about for a minute, and um, uh. So we have, we have a new player with Lane that got matchup Chal. For for those of y'all who are Pokemon fans, there's uh, a Pokemon called uh, Machop as well. And so basically, uh, like I said, I'll probably show it off probably on next week's show. But basically, you have like we're going to integrate um, uh, the Machop Pokemon into the uh, set. So like I said, we're getting we're getting real creative this year. So. Stay tuned for uh, for that next week. Uh, like the next week, we got Mister Karadra and, and Donald Wine. And um, but yes, uh, of course you can go to you see uh, Tony, you know who is so kind to show us uh, his Crystal Dunn uh, name set um, from FTCUTD.com from the Portland Thorns. Um, so we, we've we've been very creative, uh, you know. This year so far. So if you got some ideas that you want to do, so we we can make it happen. So, um, but yeah, we are uh, looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to let's say getting the gang back together all in one spot. And um, yeah, this is gonna be like trap three technically because like I'm moving to a bigger spot, so we can um, uh, together because you know the the original frat house, you know. I, I want to use that forever, <laughs> but um, is that, is that, is that, my forever house. They ain't gotta be your forever. This is my forever house. All right, you know what I'm saying. You put money in on this. All right, you might got your stimmy. You might be living big and large now and everything. But, you know, some of us gotta you know stay within our budget. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, anything you want you want to plug? Um, anything you got going on, here, Your Honor? Uh, no. I mean, like basically, Your Honor, not you. Oh, you think you want to plug anything you got going on? Uh, no, I have nothing going on right now. Uh, I'm in the process of launching a new business, but I don't have any permission for you guys on that yet. So. Okay. Well, definitely uh, keep keep a, set, uh, a loop on that. Uh, let's, uh, let's roll up into um, real quick. Um, actually, I'm, I'm going to kick this one off. Uh, uh, this week, because um, I'm gonna plug real bit quick on uh, Stella. You know, got your favorite <laughs> bottle. I'm plugging you, Gregor. Plugging our, our boy Chris. Thanks for the, the libations, as, as he says. Yeah, yeah. Like, like so we, um, 
got that got the very nice package uh, from Chris. Uh, a couple more talks to come. So hopefully we got we got a big announcement on that in um, the next few weeks. On that, like I said, a lot of stuff is coming up for FTC, and we can't wait to share that with you guys in the next couple of weeks and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna kick this one off. Uh, got uh, two ups real quick. Um, first up is uh, Georgetown, Big East, Big East champs. For those of y'all who don't know, Patrick Ewan, former Knicks legend, former Georgetown legend, you know, head, is now head coach of the, of the Hoyas. Basically took a team that was 500 uh, and won four straight four straight nights to win the Big East tournament. Kicked a, a few teams out, out of the tournament. And like this is their first uh, championship since 2007. Uh, of course, uh, we talked about it last year. Um, their legendary coach, uh, John Thompson, uh, passed away back in August. So it's definitely been an emotional year for, um, for that team and that program as a whole. And um, definitely, um, you know, it's good to see them back on top. I know it's, we haven't really talked about Michigan all episode, uh, Tony, but I just need to know one thing. What, was was Jawan uh, about to really go throw that on Friday? Hey, man, listen here, man. Don't listen <laughs> anybody from the south side of Chicago, bro. Why are you pressing this gangster? I don't know why you want to do that. All right? Don't worry about that, man. We good. We good. Yeah, I said this last couple episodes, we good. I don't know why y'all keep stressing. I mean, y'all, I mean congrats. Y'all got to saying We're going to be the first number one seed to fall. That's all right. Keep talking. That's all right. That's all right. Keep talking. Well, yeah, congrats on the number one, uh, number one seed. Y'all, you got that. So, you know, like, I, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you something. We, we have yet. We're actually doing uh, the thirty challenge again this year. Like, we, uh, uh, we send the link out uh, on all of our socials. Um, the the link for the group will be open until Sunday. So, you basically got through the first round to to join join our group. Um, uh, it's through uh, ESPN. Yeah, like winner of the tournament will get a free shirt and and uh, other sort of grips from the culture shop at FTC, utd.myshopify.com. But um, I know y'all lost, I lost your guy um, uh, in the semis. Y'all, y'all, lost, y'all lost those guys down south. What? You lost those guys down south. What you talking about, bro? The team, the team down there. Man, please. All right, yeah, they, they we ain't worried about anything. Main thing is we lost livers, you know, high score. We good. We good still, man. I ain't worried about it. Famous last words. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. Um, yeah, I'm a little worried, y'all. I'm a little worried. Before, you know. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> my bracket. Because <laughs> like two weeks ago, you were like, bring it on. I'll take off. <laughs> And then we got George Sound in our bracket, man. God, man. Damn. No but, um, is DJ Khaled, not Drake. I'm stressed. That's why I shave my beard. I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I got too many grades. Oh, God. But um, my second up uh, this past weekend, uh, the Grammys. Um, uh, Beyonce, uh, uh, she became the, like the most awarded female artist of all time at the Grammys. Is there any doubt on that? 
I mean, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't keep, I don't keep count. So it's like, you don't realize like after a while, like, yeah, like they stay winning awards. Cause like most people don't really have that, that type of longevity to where you accumulate that many Grammys year after year after year. Cause like, shit, yeah, think about it, like, I mean, Destiny's Child and then her work as a solo artist, like you're talking about almost a good coming up on 25 years now around that time. So she's been in the game for a hot minute. Uh, she uh, she won Best Rap Performance with Megan Thee Stallion and um, you know, two Houston girls. So shout out to Ace Town. But um, but yeah. Oh, um, uh, Silk Sonic. Uh, Bruno Mars and uh, and uh, Anderson Pac. I'm going to just put it to you like this. If that first single is any indication, I need I need all of our intro music to basically be Silk Sonic going forward. Like, cause I love Leave the Door Open. I love that song. Like, yo, like I've been jamming to that basically for the past like two, yeah. Easily, easily. They they even made that, that ugly ass brown polyester suit look pimp. Like, oh, not too many people can do that. Not too many people can. So, and um, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. And and also, you know, people losing their shit over uh, her uh, performance with Cardi B. I mean, what can you do? What can you do? Like, is. The clearly, especially after what happened, what's happened this week, clearly people can't handle sexy shit. They can't handle it. So they can't handle it. It's like ah, ah. But Wait, um, I missed that. I miss that. Can you do that again? I miss that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, for my downs, um, uh, one of my favorite boxers, uh, uh Marvin Hagler. Uh, passed away over the weekend at 66. It's, um, I don't follow as much boxing as I used to, but I was definitely like more like 80s and 90s type of guy, but like Marvin Hagler was my guy. Like, for those of you who never saw him fight, like, I think that you could basically call him a, a boxer's boxer because he fought like every fight was basically like, like he was angry and just fought but still with so much control it's like the passion that he put into every punch every blow like if i could make a perfect box at least in my opinion a lot of it would be based off of uh, marvin hagler um like basically after that uh, that fight with sugar ray leonard like he basically said i'm done i'm done because he basically got robbed and and like that was um for those of y'all who haven't seen, like, go watch it on YouTube. It's, it was, I don't think there was another fight like that until probably um, Floyd versus Manny uh, Pacquiao. Anything kind of close to that, but Marvel Hagler is awesome fighter. And then just uh, I, if, if I can leave you guys with any, anything this week, uh, you know, just make sure your health is in check because it's definitely hard to get old. Hard work to get old. So, I, I, now that I got a little bit of money in my pocket, try to go to Doctor Doctor Moore, make sure I'm good and everything. Take care, take care of your mentals, take care of your chick, take care of all all of this because 
you never know how much time you got. And hopefully you could if you can prolong this. Your stimulus check came in, right? I got my stimulus check, yeah. (laughs) But um but yeah, listen, make sure that you um (laughs) you stupid. But uh, yeah, this Robin stuff. Season. season. <laughs> Yo, uh, Atlanta's about to start filming on uh, season three and four, so can't can't wait for that. But uh, that's really all I got. Uh, TK, what you got, man? Okay, uh, let's see. I know uh, I had. Oh shit! Hold on. Now. Um, you know, looking forward to um, what is it? Formula One comes back next week. First, uh, first race of the season. I believe it starts in Bahrain. So, <laughs> yeah, let's let's get back to it. Hope to see more black excellence. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, of course, being the only black driver. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm in it for for the speed. I like fast shit, so I'm looking forward to that. It's definitely an up for me. Also, if you're looking to get into Formula One racing. Uh, Netflix has a great series, and they are releasing season three on Friday, I believe. So two more days, and you can check that out. You can check out season one and two now if you're interested in that kind of thing. Um, Also, another up. uh, Actually, let me break it up. Uh, Down here locally in the state of Georgia, like literally they introduced it earlier today, the the Republicans. They're at it again with the the voting stuff and trying to mm-hmm. another like massive. We're talking big double capital S's, y'all. Um, massive bill on restricting voting rights. So, you know, just uh, make sure you stay woke. Essentially, it's all this and um, go out there and voice. Call your senators. Call call your local uh, congressman and representatives and make sure that you uh, let them know how you feel and that. You don't want your voting uh, eligibility rights to be restricted and it to become harder for you to do something like send in an absentee ballot, which is something I do, considering I vote from the other side of the state. But anyway, uh, we're going to go back up. Um, this beautiful mic here you see is a, uh, a br- is br- brand new. I, I participated in a, this company's called Aston Microphones. They're from the UK. They had a, basically they, took like 4,000 people's input and we listen to sound samples and do all this, you know, like listening uh, and give our feedback and input. And then they created a microphone based on the feedback and input that we gave. And so this is the the result of basically like 18 months. So this oh, wow. is going on for, for a good bit. Um, so yeah, it's finally here. I hope I sound glorious tonight. If I don't, let me know. Private, you sound that like privately, privately. Let me know. Privately. A microphone that's based on feedback. Yes, haha. Ha. <laughs> Swad is here, ladies and gentlemen. Swad has arrived. <laughs> Insert the bullhorn effect. <laughs> and my last down. I don't know if I have a last down. Um. I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna maybe do another up. Winter Soldier comes out pretty soon too. So yeah, Friday, uh, Friday, yeah. Friday. Hey, more content. There you go. So uh, maybe you know we had some kind of devastating things happen here locally in Atlanta, um, but people are getting their stimmy. So there's a lot of ups and downs in people's individual lives. So I, I wish people the best. Maybe find some good television to watch. Chill out. Kick it. 
Oh, you, you will. Adrian, okay. Let's go, let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Uh, I guess up is St. Patrick's Day today, which means I do my favorite ritual, which is go watch Leprechaun video. You can only do that once a year. I'm the Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, see Leprechaun say, hey. <laughs> I'm the Leprechaun. <laughs> you can't do it? Is anybody is wearing green? Outside of Tony, I can see his screen. I got green. Yeah, she got green. Yeah, I could tell. It was a little. It was like, is that slate gray? Yeah. It's, it's, gray. It's, it's, it's like the United Awakened. Like you can't tell if it's green or gray or black. <laughs> is that dirty military green? <laughs> anyway, continue. Continue. Um, but yeah, I guess the down, obviously the things that are happening, the the power structures that are affecting both women and minorities that continue to be exploited, just, it's been hard being in this country, being a minority as a whole in the last year in this country has been very difficult, being the children of immigrants, just even the amount of history that I have learned in the last year. Um, and it's just, this is like another incident where it's just, it's exhausting, um, that's a real downer, so I'll try to think of an up real quick. Um, up, they're, se- they're filming season two of Ted Lasso, which is, I think, the biggest ups you can get, which means merchandise is coming soon, so I'll have an answer. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm highly jealous of everybody, of all the celebrities that are getting, like, uh, gift boxes with jerseys and everything. I'm like, they should have already had that lined up when the, the show starts again. Yeah, we got AFC Richmond jerseys out on sale. Um, did y'all see the, the MLS, uh, EMLS uh, jerseys that came out? Those yeah, guys they kind of dope. They kind of dope. I think okay. they dope. They're okay. Dope is a little far in my opinion. Okay. But, they, but all right. You they're, have your opinion. Do that. That's fine. No. <laughs> do, okay. No. Dope is like the Kobe Bryant picture uh, jersey that we posted. Yeah. 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 Kobe yeah. Bryant kit. That's dope. The EMLS ones, they're flirting with it. They're flirting with dopeness. I'll take That's that. That's the I'll best one I've seen ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Um, but um, so you got your turn. That's all you got. Oh, Adrian. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I don't ever want to end on our down. That seems terrible. <laughs> no, that's cool. Like, like I said, sometimes you gotta you gotta stay positive. I stay positive. Hey, that, that, that's that's. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'll let someone positive instead. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to the beach this weekend. I'm gonna get fucked up. Yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what 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 beach? What beach? Uh, it's a Desto Beach. It's one of our friends' beach house, but it's really close to Charleston. So we're gonna. Mm-hmm. Get barbecue. I'm really excited. I've been, I like watch Chef's Table and I've seen Ronnie Scott's like barbecue episode and it's incredible. If you guys haven't seen it, you should um, because he's one of the best black pit masters like in the US. He's one of the best pit masters, period. Uh, but he pioneered whole hog Carolina barbecue. So I am visiting his restaurant, Charleston. Unfortunately, not his original like roadside stand, but that's on my list. Um, I'm also going to stop by Congaree, which is also South Carolina. It's in the heart of like, Gola country, so I'm hoping to get some Gola cuisine as well while I'm out that way. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if I can find it. So, COVID times are weird. Hey, you know, sometimes getting fucked up is the best way to get by, so more power to that. So just be safe out there in them streets. Oh, just bring it home. Scott. Um, 
I'm actually going to start with the the down. I only got one down, and I think it's just echoed us throughout everybody's been saying tonight is the fact that you know our city um, is crazy. You know, being a child of the city, and you know, for the '80s, you know, there was always the moniker of where a city is too busy to hate, but yet and still we got too much hate going on right now, um, and it's it's sad to see you know this. Uh, you know, um, something like this happened. And so, you know, that, that it was definitely a wake up call, you know, everything of, of what's been going on. You're like, shit, God dang, we got a lot of shit to do, a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, we got, you know, a black senator, a black VP and all that stuff. What, you know, we still are, you know, we take four steps forward, but we take two steps back type of thing. So, um, it, it, it's sad to see this happen. You know, our, you know, I hate to say, I hate saying this phrase, you know, our hearts and our prayers and our condolences, but it still needs to be said as far as, you know, what's going out to, you know, the families that were impacted by this. Um, and for it to be, you know, just senseless and mindless and ruthless. Um, and so, you know, that, that's the part that, that's got me down. But, you know, me trying to keep things positive. Right? <laughs> so, all right, first off, I'm going to steal yours, Grego. Um, positive is uh, seeing Silk Sign. You know, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. I'm a big Anderson Pack fan. And obviously, I'm a big Bruno Mars. Actually, my daughter is a huge Bruno Mars fan. So, you know, it, it, I guess it's the perfect combination right there. And so, um, you know, to. You know, obviously that single came out a couple weeks ago and everything. And I've been jamming to it too. I've been playing probably like two, three hundred times on repeat. Um, also, shout, shout out to uh, their little Richard tribute during, during the show. Like, yep, yep, yep. that's a really good pairing. That's a yep. really good pairing. And like, if you follow them on socials, like, they're definitely like broing it up. Like, they are like straight bro mode. They drinking out the flask the whole time and <laughs> having a good time. I'm like. I need to party with them for sure. I mean, I, I can't party as hard as Bruno just Mars. Just one time, please. Just one time. I, I can't party as hard as Bruno Mars. I ain't. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's hard waking up in a freshly pressed suit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I definitely, I definitely would definitely want to hang out with them for one night. Um, but that, I mean, that performance was iconic in the sense of. Uh, you know, it, the, the production was even semi style. You know, yeah. the lays that they did and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that was awesome. Um, and and then my cousin Adriana brought it up. You know, today is uh, St. Patty's Day. Uh, so I got to give it, you know, to um, someone that we haven't really recognized. And um, y'all are going to laugh at me this. But I'm going to give a shout out to Mr. Uh, Darren Randolph. Black goalkeeper for the Irish national team. That's right. Black Irish. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm about to sit all down a damn rabbit hole with this. There's a lot of black Irishmen out there. There's a lot of black Irish players. And there's a huge Nigerian influx in Ireland. And so do your research. I support my black Irish soccer players. You know what I'm saying? Um, Grego, get that on the on the socials ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Support a black Irish player. 
Um, Coach, support your black Irish and support your new ads and swags. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then um, my stop last. Stop in, stop <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got I got end on a swag note. All right. So, okay. So you know, last time we spoke, I, I told y'all about Memphis's first game, right? Playing mm-hmm. soccer. Her second game. Here's another highlight. I, I need to start recording this stuff. You know, we have sports center highlights each week of this. So the other team didn't show up because of COVID. All right. <laughs> what an excuse. <laughs> That's weak. I mean, they were scared because they knew Memphis was on the field. That's why. Is um, she going to be a winger or is she a goal? We're not right, coming. Wait, 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 wait for it. Wait for it. So we did, you know, a parents versus players game. You know, I'm out there, of course. I, I let a little kid be keeper, so I played a little left back role. I got my Patrice Ever mode on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad. Don't Tell be jealous. <laughs> Tell us more, please. All right. So, you know, I was playing with the kids, messing around, doing tricks on them and everything. Hit up dude on the wing. Gets the wing. Memphis is in goal now. Comes off, he comes up the wing, he toe balls it, thinking that you know it's gonna mess with. But you know how if you toe ball it, it's like a knuckleball. You have no idea where it's gonna go. You don't know what kind of speed, direction, all that stuff. It flies off his toe quickly. Memphis got down, collapsed, save, pushed her around the post, corner kick. I was like, that's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Come here, girl. <laughs> yeah, I bet you ran it all the way across the field. You're like Allison. <laughs> Seriously, yes. I was like, come here, baby. <laughs> like, did Tony just run that, 80 yards? Tony uh, just ran 80 like yards. 20 yards? Is, is, no, it's U6, man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Y'all playing side to side. So that that was that was proud dad moment, and you know me and her mom still argue about if she's gonna be a cold keeper. Um, you know I was like, baby girl, don't worry. You know when you're with me, we do goalkeeper training. You know? She got the signs. She got the signs on her. Yeah, exactly. That's all you got. That, that is all I got for right now. Word, word. Again, um, said, uh, just look out for each other out here. It's it's hard enough as it is. Hopefully, everyone that's getting done the STEMI, enjoy that shit. Um, spend, it, spend it well on your bills and those that you love. And be careful in these streets because, you know, the vaccine ain't, ain't got to everybody just yet. But, um, but yeah, like that's, that's really all we got. I don't know if it was a, a particularly long episode, but I think, it was, I think it was still important to have either way. Again, thanks to Adriana uh, for coming on. For those of y'all who, who aren't, already subscribed to us on YouTube. Where can they find you on the socials? Um, you can find me just at, on Twitter at Adriana. I think the little handle is down at the bottom. I don't use Instagram. I have a Facebook, but I don't even bother. So bad puns, rants about tacos and uh, some occasional sports content. <laughs> Here for yeah. tacos. Yeah. And the empanadas. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. I actually am going – don't laugh. I'm going to go to, like, the Lake Crusade Outlet Store because I want one of those, like, Dutch ovens. 
so I can like deep fry my own empanadas. I got, oh, the, I got the masa. I just got to get oh, and it's going to happen. I have a whole book. In fact, I'm sure. I'll show you something. Uh-oh. Oh, I love it. See, it's passion when we get up out of we the frame prop. to grab something. Yeah, yeah, see this. this. You got prop. to see this. Look at this. The okay. handheld pies of Latin America. All right, so we, we, of every different type of style across Latin America. All right. So our YouTube audience can see this, but read, read off the title for our, our podcast audience. Uh, empanadas, the handheld pies of Latin America. And so what's really great about it is it has every single type of empanada separated by like kind of like filling and then across like five different regions. So there's like the Brazilian cassava plantain empanadas. There's my favorite, the Venezuelan Colombian uh, empanadas and of course there's like Mexican Guatemala which is a, they all use their masa I'm just really excited to like do them all you, know, you guys like how big her smile is talking about this like you just like she is all the way she is all teeth right now you send me some of those Colombian ones though please okay definitely also if you do want really good Colombian empanadas in Atlanta though Malu's empanadas she's based off Reda but she pretty much delivers like anywhere in the city Oh, okay. my favorite. So, plug, plug. no Instagram. It's just like literally Malus M A L U S, like underscore empanadas. Those are your best, probably like in Atlanta. I would say. Okay. Okay. Done, son. Uh, over here in uh, Northwest Atlanta, we got uh, Lolitas, but we just be this is like a more of a dessert. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I had a pudding, hey, like, hey, audience, ago? that's coming from a nuad. Whatever in the hey. wad means. So <laughs> 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 Not <really>. but um, <laughs> if, if you still fuck with Atlanta, but you're north of the wall. <laughs> oh God, I, I did not miss being out there. But yeah, of course, as always, you can catch your boys on the social at FTC. You should should try that one again. I was expecting him to send the pick. I thought he was going to send the pick. You know, I was going to come off the pick, you know, come off the screen and, you know, go mm. to the market. Are you a Soprano, Adrian, or an Alto? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really see people. <laughs> you could be, be a Mezzo, Alto, if you just want to <laughs> hang out in the middle. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's true. Whatever when, it is, I'm still in the mic. I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> always want to steal the damn mic. Let's try this one more time. Here's on the social media at FTC. You Adriana, get a finish. Get a finish. <laughs> right, yeah, one job. Adriana, you have one job. Yeah, oh one God. job. Yeah, one job, man. One job, man. <laughs> okay, what do you want me to do exactly? <laughs> just say FTC? You. Do you say UTD? Oh, oh. Okay. Gosh. All right. Job, you catch on the social FTC. UTD. Oh. <laughs> well, do it live. No wonder why I drink. This is where my left white side hat comes in. I'm just uh, really just bad at this. <laughs> but yes, it's on, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, again, um, on this on the culture site, if you use the promo code STEMI, you can get 20% off on, on all your orders. So make sure you get those orders in as quickly as possible. Again, the season is coming up pretty soon, so get your, get your shit in as soon as possible so we can get it up to you. But um, again, you know, take care of each other out here in the streets. Be safe out there. Uh, like I said, it's 
it's always something. So take care of yourself and, and each other. But until then, you know, for until then, for TK, for Tony, for Adriana, I'm trying to get my points right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the culture is real. The culture is everywhere. Stay safe out here. We'll see y'all soon. We out.